Welcome everybody to Four Color Sequentials, Volume 3, Episode 7. I am Luis Cavedo, and if you hear something getting tossed around in my mouth, that would be a lozenge. Uh, got a bit of dry mouth, probably got dry mouth every time we record, uh, but it can't be helped, so sorry about that. But for today's show, we've got Who, What, Where, When, Why, and How, Number 3, Amazing Spider-Man 3, and Sinister 6. you got a look in your eye like you haven't been in a year. Hey, Jose. Who, why, when, and how is none of your business, okay? Now you're talking to me, baby. That I like, okay? Keep it coming, baby. Don't call me baby. I'm not your baby. Not yet, man. You gotta give me some time. 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 All right, so let's start this uh, report, the way we do all the other who, what, where, when, why, and hows, with a who. And who are our key players? Well, today, one of the main ones is going to be Mark Webb. He was born August 31st, 1974, in Bloomington, Indiana. He is a film director that got his start directing music videos in 1997. He's directed videos for bands including Green Day, Maroon 5, and My Chemical Romance. In 2009, Mark Webb transitions to film with his directorial debut, 500 Days of Summer, starring Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Not a bad movie. I like it. Uh, Not on that initial first view, but I've come to uh, appreciate it as time has gone on. Following the departure of uh, director Sam Raimi from what would have been a fourth Spider-Man film after working on 2002's Spider-Man through 2007's Spider-Man 3, Uh, Mark Webb is chosen to direct a reboot of the franchise. He will go on to direct 2012's Amazing Spider-Man and its sequel, 2014's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, Andrew, or more commonly, Drew Goddard, is our second who for today. Drew Goddard was born on February 26, 1975 in Houston, Texas. He is a screenwriter, director, and producer who got a start as a writer on TV's Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel TV series, and later worked on Alias, Lost, and Marvel's Daredevil, and The Defenders as well. His first foray into film was writing 2008's Cloverfield, and he'd later go on to pull double duty writing with uh, Joss Whedon, uh, writing and directing 2012's The Cabin in the Woods, uh, excellent, excellent movie. It uh, turns horror tropes upside down often, and it's almost a parody in a sense, but it's actually really good. It's definitely worth a view if you haven't seen it yet. His greatest achievement, arguably, would be a nomination for the Academy Awards Best Adapted Screenplay for his work on 2015's The Martian. And our third who is The Amazing Spider-Man Era. Of films, if you will, uh, which begins with its titular film being released on July 3rd, 2012. The first installment was the fourth theatrical Spider-Man film to be released, produced on a projected budget of $200 million, and grossing $757.9 million at the box office. It starred Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, Reese Vaughn's as Dr. Kurt Connors, a.k.a. Lizard, as well as others. 
the first film has a 73% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and is described by its director Mark Webb as a story about a kid who grows up looking for his father and finds himself. Aw, how nice. Uh, based on the success of the first iteration, the sequel, Amazing Spider-Man 2, is released on May 2nd, 2014. It has a projected budget of $200 million and grossed $709 million at the box office. The original stars, Garfield and Stone, return to reprise their respective roles, and new antagonists are introduced, with Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon, a.k.a. Electro, and Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn, also known as the Green Goblin, at least in this version, and an extended cameo role for Paul Giamatti as Alexei Sistovich, also known as the Rhino. The sequel has a 52% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, lower than the 63% approval rating garnered by the oft-critically maligned Spider-Man 3 film. Sorry, I kind of had to throw that in there, because among the Spider-Man films, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is uh, definitely my least favorite. And everybody critiques Spider-Man 3, uh, and while I won't say it's good, uh, it's definitely better than this one. And you just remove Venom, and you actually actually end up with a pretty decent movie. So let's move on to what. What was supposed to happen? In 2013, Sony Pictures, the distributor of the Amazing Films, announces a third film in the series. By October of 2013, the writing team of Alex Kurtzman, Robert Roberto Orci, and Jeff Pinkner are hired to return to script the movie. And in December of that same year, it appeared that Mark Webb would be coming on as director once more. It was expected that Andrew Garfield would reprise his role since he was contracted for a third film. The announcements, official and unofficial, continue to snowball from that point as talk, talk begins to be bandied about about a fourth movie even before the third one is released. And multiple spin-offs are announced. Among these spin-offs are a Venom film, a female-led superhero flick, likely led by Black Cat, whom, I may mention, Felicity Jones may or may not have been portraying in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I really couldn't find a solid confirmation that she actually was Felicia Hardy in Amazing Spider-Man 2, so I just say may or may not. And there was another film also about the Sinister Six, which we will be focusing on today. Uh, come April of 2014, multiple reports are released about Drew Goddard's involvement as both a writer and likely director for Sinister Six. The Sinister Six, for the uninitiated, is a group uh, of Spider-Man villains that team up to take on the hero, first coming together and appearing in the Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 1 in January of 1964. The original team was comprised of Dr. Octopus, Vulture, Electro, Craven, Mysterio, and Sandman. As far as being adapted for the Amazing Spider-Man film series, uh, in the second movie, a possible team was foreshadowed, or likely revealed, actually, during the end credits, as being Rhino, Vulture, Dr. Octopus, Mysterio, Craven the Hunter, and some iteration of the Green Goblin. So, just a slightly different take 
uh, or lineup for the Sinister Six. And there's been very different lineups in the comics, so it's not like they had to follow a formula. So where and when would we have seen these movies? Production and filming of An Amazing Spider-Man 3 would have likely continued in different parts of New York, like as as Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 were filmed in New York, and film had and the film had been set for release on June 10th of 2016 by Sony. Now later as part of some restructuring, reorganizing and combat planning against the success of Disney's Marvel films as well as Warner Brothers DC films, Amazing Spider-Man is moved to an unspecified 2018 date. And Sinister Six is given a November 11th, 2016 release date. The idea, according to the studio, was to become a stronger competitor by expanding its Spider-Man franchise beyond the self-titled hero, so as to avoid exhaustion from movie audiences and provide a different product still related to it. The idea of the connected universe of films is uh, really growing at that point, and Sony was trying to tap into that by uh, expanding on Spider-Man's cast of characters. So why did we never see these movies happen? A simple simple and quick answer for The Amazing Spider-Man 3 would be that, well, its two predecessors sucked but that would be editorializing. And since the... Well, let's just get into the facts. Since The Amazing Spider-Man 2 had a very mixed reception review-wise and is, to date, the lowest-grossing Spider-Man film, that may have led further developments from Sony to stall. Uh, May have something to do also with the uh, leaked emails from Sony. became a bit of a scandal around that time, but multiple announcements plagued the production of any sequels, as writers and producers and its director, they all either bailed or really were very uncertain about any involvement whenever they would be interviewed. It isn't until February of uh, 2015 that the last nail on the coffin of Amazing Spider-Man 3 is hammered in, when Sony and Marvel Studios work out a deal and announce that a new iteration of Spider-Man would now be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The future of the spin-offs is never point-blank said to be dissolved, so all those extra other movies, but it has been assumed since then that all production and development of the Sinister Six film was cancelled also. Unfortunately, as recently as June 1st of 2018, A Black Cat and Silver Sable-led film that seemed to be pretty far into development and had a scheduled release date of February 8th, 2019, was put on indefinite hold. This likely marks its death. This is the way things go. Another interview I read today actually uh, said that the film has gone back into uh, planning and kind of restructuring, but I don't know. I think this one might just not happen at this point. Uh, On a positive note, and probably the only survivor of today's saga, Sony's Venom film will see the light of day on October 5th, 2018. Hopefully it'll be a success in a financial or at least critical sense. So how? How would Amazing Spider-Man 3 
and the Sinister Six films have been handled. Well, according to director Mark Webb, the, the third Amazing Spider-Man would have dealt with Peter Parker coming to terms with the cost of being a hero and coping with the loss of Gwen Stacy at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, which is odd because that cost would have already been explored in that second film since Captain George Stacy dies at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 1. Sorry, spoilers. But yeah, further loss, I guess, would be explored. Shailene Woodley, uh, who played Mary Jane Watson in what turned out to be cutscenes to streamline Amazing Spider-Man 2, is said to not have been likely to reprise the role in a third film. Mary Jane was to be recast and have her and Peter's legendary romance be explored in that third film. Uh, as far as the villain is concerned, Chris Cooper, who played a sick-and-dying Norman Osborn in Amazing Spider-Man 2, said in an interview that he would have returned in a reportedly guaranteed huge role. Word was that Norman Osborn would live on at the end of the second Amazing Spider-Man as a head in a box, because hey, why not? Uh, the Sinister Six film, according to an interview with film producers Avi Rad, or Avi, I, don't, I never really knew Avi Rad, and Matt Tolmick, would have been a story about redemption, with the villains coming together to, quote, do something. While specifics of what they would have done aren't available, one could argue the story would share themes with DC's Suicide Squad. Villains out together to do something good and outside of their nature, uh, Spider-Man's presence in the pos possible film could neither be confirmed nor denied, but it was said that the villain's collective hatred for the wall crawler would be their unifying factor. So maybe they actually would have been bad guys in the end, but uh, as they, quote, said, these guys were coming together to do something. So we knew something was going to happen. Uh, sorry, sarcasm. Uh, one rumor that has surfaced about the team is that it could be reworked uh, into the Tom Holland-led Marvel Studios-produced films, so the Sinister Six may yet make their on-screen debut. There was that uh, post credit scene at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming where Michael Keaton playing Adrian Toomes, the Vulture, uh, comes across another uh, guy that may or may not be the Scorpion. So this expanded uh, idea of other villains coming together actually could happen. It's kind of exciting. Hopefully it gets to live on in, uh, in Marvel's cinematic universe. Well, hope you learned something new. Uh, I'd learned a few things that I didn't know about. And, uh, you know, you still want to see these things at least in some kind of adaptation. So who knows, maybe one day Marvel will decide to release a comic book version of what these movies would have looked like just for the heck of it and Drew Goddard is one of the most talented guys working in Hollywood so that Sinister Six film was something I was really looking forward to as well as the Black Cat and Silver Sable film actually you know that the Spider-Man really does have some good characters in the comics and uh, people that can stand alone in a film obviously they're going to try it with Venom uh, but you know, hopefully we get to see that actually happen. Uh, perhaps nobody wants to see a Spider-Gwen or Silk movie more than I do. So Marvel, make it Marvel and make it happen.
Uh, well, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to uh, email 4CSLUIS at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter uh, at 4CSLUIS. Facebook.com slash 4CSPod. And we are running our uh, feedback for comics campaign thing right now uh, by the end of June uh, of 2018. Anybody that emails or uh, likes, uh, retweets, emails, uh, reviews, whatever. Uh, any kind of feedback, good, bad, it doesn't matter about the show. We will uh, enter you into a drawing to get some free comics and we'll send some your way. Uh, so yeah, take advantage of that and uh, we'd really appreciate it. But from Luis Cavedo, this is Four Colors Quenchy. <laughs> Thank you.